Well, welcome to the Pacifist Podcast. As you can see, it is just me and him. That's all the ingredients you need for a quality sandwich. We're like the... Yeah, exactly. Well, no, we're... No. Like cheese I'll on be toast. the bacon. Ah, okay, cheese on toast. <laughs> there we right, go. Fair enough. Not just a, a plate of bacon and eggs. Well, whatever works. Whatever works. <laughs> Salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar, yeah. Cheese and pickle. Oh, cheese and pickle. Quality. I haven't had that in a sandwich in ages. Oh, Smooth pickle oh. or um, chunky pickle, though? Well, it's got to be chunky pickle because I'm not a child. I mean, yeah. stupid question, Mushu. Absolutely stupid question. My sister, my, my sister doesn't like the chunky pickle. Um, and I didn't know this until I was maybe 20. And she used to dip her knife into the Branston pickle at Christmas and then just pull it straight back out. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you've got the pickle on that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. She's just drying the pickle out. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I don't like the pickle. It's like, but you're putting it on your finger. She's like, oh, no, I like the sauce. I just don't like the lumpy bits. So brown like, sauce. It's, like, it's just like brown sauce, isn't it? Oh, it, it, well, I'd say it's nicer than brown sauce. No? Yeah? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was watching a cooking video the other day. Um, Sam, the food guy, he's on YouTube. Oh, man, he makes the coolest looking food. It's ridiculous. He's clearly a pothead. It, I started watching it because <laughs> it was called... Um, I saw this video called Lockdown Munchies. Um, and it, it was back when, you know, things were serious. You know, everybody bought all the toilet paper and they bought all the fucking pasta and mums are feeding and some cock shaped pasta to people. Um, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, uh, yeah, who knew in a crisis you could go to Ann Summers to get yourself some basics? Um, but yeah, um, he, I started watching him and he was cooking something and he, he put, he, called it steak sauce and he poured it in whatever the fuck he was cooking and it was just a bottle of hp brown sauce i was assumed steak sauce would be something a bit more exciting than just brown sauce steak sauce suggests it should have a lot more gamey flavor like buffalo or something like that i don't know and like barbecue that sort of thing yeah just something a bit more exciting than brown because I'm not a big brown sauce fan. I mean, like I like it in a bacon sandwich, and that's pretty much the only time I fucking use it. And truth be told, I mean, don't tell anyone. I'd rather have ketchup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? With a red sauce, please. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm not a brown sauce person either. I don't really see the point in it. Um, no, no, it's like you say. It's, well, like I say, it's like uh, smooth pickle, isn't it? Ugh, you're pointless. Absolutely pointless. Um, oh, oh you go. Off in pickle, by the way. While we're on pickle. Well, onion, I assume. Is it? Is it not? Well, I, I don't know. I feel like you've I... just made my head explode a little bit. Right? <laughs> now I'm just like, it doesn't feel very oniony, but no, I've just I always assumed it like was. Swede or something. It's not Swede. Beat what root? a ridiculous thing. Beetroot, maybe. I mean, it's kind of got a beetrooty texture, isn't it? Yeah. But it's... It's not going to be beetroot. No, but or you, can is pickle, it? you can pickle swede, can't you? Why would anybody pickle swede? I don't know, but it sounds like the sort of thing Norwegians would do. Is that, <laughs> yeah. Is that just outright racist? Sorry. That was it. Is. Do you know what? That's <laughs> Sorry, really, really 
fucking weird racism as well. Because if I think about Swede, the only people I think of, are, with the exception of Baldrick from Blackadder, are Scottish people. And it was Burns night yesterday, so I might have a whiskey in a bit just to raise a glass to... I don't even understand that holiday. No, but... What a wonderful way to get around to justifying a drink for yourself. <laughs> well, I've got a coffee at the moment, and uh, it's not overly exciting. I've got a beer sat there as well, which is great. The best thing about living in a caravan, and I'm sure you can um, you can vouch for this, is come winter time, you don't really need a fucking fridge. I just like leave my drink on the side. It just stays cold permanently. Yeah, yeah, I can vouch for that. I left the mm. milk out the other day by accident, and... Uh, I got froze. I was like, oh, I fucking left the milk out and it was still fresh as a daisy. It was like, <laughs> actually quite cold. Yeah, it's oh, wonderful, isn't it? Lovely. Yeah. <gasps> I found a new, um, um, a new, oh, what would be the right word? Um, exciting new chapter of caravan living. This, this blew my mind. Okay. So I buy my gas in, in like massive bottles. And it's just outside, yeah. and I just connect it up when it runs out. It's brilliant. I mean, when it runs out, I can just go to a petrol station to get some more. I don't have to worry about cards or British gas and fucking <laughs> stupid daily charges, which I don't... Oh. I'll get into that in a minute. Anyway, um, <laughs> so it, turn, it turns out that when it's minus two degrees outside, that my gas regulator freezes, and it stops gas going inside the house. I was there and I've, I've literally just got, I had to wait like 10 days to get a brand new big bottle of gas. So I didn't have any hot water for 10 days, which was a pain in the ass. Anyway, so it all comes in and then in the morning, I'm just like, oh, motherfucker, my boiler's gone out, which is quite unusual. It doesn't often happen. And I try and relight it and it wasn't happening. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll go test the hob. And the hob lit and then it just went. Yeah. Yeah, it was straight out. And I was like, well, this is unusual. I mean, it's a brand new gas bottle. And I went out there and I, I tried moving it. I was like, nope, it's definitely full. Weighs a fucking ton. And yeah, I put my hand on top of the regulator. I was like, whoa, that's fucking chilly. Um, <laughs> I thought nothing of it. I was just like, oh, I just washed my hands in the cold then. I showered the night before, so it's not, it wasn't a problem. Um, and just before I left, I was like, oh, I'll have one more little look. And tried lighting the boiler again. It just lit first time. I tried the hob and it worked first time. And then um, the next morning, the exact same thing happened. And I was like, I bet that's fucking frozen. And I just boiled the kettle. So I just poured a little bit over the top of it. Everything worked fine. So, yeah, turns out my gas freezes. <laughs> just, I didn't even think it was fucking possible. I mean, See, this is this is like like you say, the joys of living in a caravan. Then you realise that you always you always, you especially always fantasise about live, going on these survival shows and things like that. This is the sort of thing. Yeah based with every day i mean probably not frozen gas pipes but these little complications thrown in yeah i just watched the latest series of alone um i don't know if you've watched that but that's of all the tv out there that is my favorite favorite tv show do you know the premise uh it's someone's dropped fucking miles away from anywhere and then they have to survive for longer than everyone else normally yes so it's 10 people each person has 10 items. This time they changed it that you have to survive 100 days, which nobody's ever done. The previous record, I believe, was 87 days. If they get to 100 days, they get a million dollars, which is, I think, a pretty fucking good prize. It's not bad, is it? It's certainly motivation. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it got down to two people at about 60-ish days. I can't 
remember the exact details. Um, and then it was just a man and a woman. And the man, I was just like, he's definitely going to fucking win. Or like day three, he shot this big, well, I don't even know what fucking animal it was. It had horns. <laughs> <Can't>... <laughs> Uh, I think it. I think he called it a musk ox, right. so it's sort of a bit like a cow. More like an ox, I'd say. Well, what's an ox? It's like a fuck off dirty great big cow, isn't it? That'll do. A big fuck off great dirty cow. Anyway, <laughs> he shot it. The cunt was so big, it took him five days to hike the meat back to his fucking house, which he built out of rocks. <laughs> he built a rock house. It was fucking ridiculous. Five days. You've got blurry. I have, haven't I? I'm just. Yeah. I mean, this is the whole. I, the, I think you, if you're hunting, you've got a way mm. up. Your energy expenditure against what you're going to be getting out of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And there's got to be a, a better way of doing it. That like, uh, yeah, you get a lot of meat, but then you've got storage to think about as well. Oh, it was the Arctic, mate. It was fucking no, Baltic. Yeah, then, nothing yeah, went off. He... The energy you're using of dragging that back, like you say, five days. That's a five lot. fucking. Oh, that's five days from shooting it, peeling it. Putting it into sections. Peeling it? We got to peel it, haven't you? Can't just carry a muskox back. It's a big, great, dirty fucking cow. Some some people would use the term skinned rather than peeling it. Like... I know the proper word is skinned, but it's just more fun to say peel. Right, I okay. said it once. I went I went on a pheasant shoot. Fuck me. <laughs> Never doing that again. Um, for one, it was really fucking expensive and only shot four cartridges. I did kill a bird, though. Um, yeah. God, fucking spin it around like that, break its head. Um, uh, yeah, so I was there, and they're like, "Oh, do you want to do you want to take any back with you?" And it's like, oh. truth be told, I just don't really want to peel it. And every one of them looked at me like I was a total fucking cunt. And since that day, you don't skin anything; you peel it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they they were all in. You know, like those um, fancy country bumpkin shops where it's all sort of tweedy. Mm expensive itchy looking trousers and jackets yeah 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 they were all in that i was in full combats with a shamog wrapped around my face <laughs> i went full redneck um yeah i didn't fit in in any way shape or form yeah um, i think if i if i was going hunting at all i'd want to do the, the sort of american style of like you know proper camoed up like maybe with a bow or something like that um, nice i don't think I'd, you can hunt pheasant with a bow no, and I'd want it to be essential as well. I'd mean? want it. Well, I'd want to use the animal that that I was hunting. I, I wouldn't. I'd, yeah. I'm not a big fan of trophy hunting at all. Um, I think it's pointless. Tro- trophy um, hunting proves nothing because you've still got a weapon. You know, go against it as nature intended. Then, if you beat it, yeah, fair enough. Good, you got a trophy. But well, I, I do agree. Um, uh, well, normally I would completely agree, but I didn't eat that pheasant. But every other time I've been hunting, which is only don't, once. Don't get me wrong. I, it's not an entirely unhypocritical point of view on my part. You know, I have been on a pheasant shoot and stuff like that. I have been before, but at this point in my life, that is my that is my outlook, <laughs> if you know what yeah. I mean. Pheasant's not very nice. That's uh, I, I, I wasn't hugely impressed by it. I think Last like time I had a pheasant, 
Yeah, well, I mean, chicken tastes better. I mean, and chicken tastes of fucking nothing. So, yeah, yeah so I just wasn't tastes oh. like chicken, apparently. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. That's because nobody fucking um, seasons anything over here, do they? No, no. Oh, they're saying that. Oh, I do love a bit of KFC. Oh, you vanished. Only me arm. Your arm just disappeared into the bar. If I, if only we could disappear into the bar. Eh? Oh god, that would be nice. Well, here's to not being able to disappear into a bar. Which kind of brings us round to probably the the most convoluted intro ever. Oh uh, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In case it wasn't clear, it's sort of unspecified chitter chat this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were kind of, we were kind of thinking we were missing we were missing the bar and shooting this shit over the bar and just talking general bollocks and it feels like. It's been a long, long time since anyone's been able to have a proper fucking chinwag. And yeah. in that time, a lot's happened. There's been a lot to talk about, mm. weirdly. I mean, not from my point of view. From my point of view, I've been sat inside pretty much in this chair for uh, a few months now. Yeah, yeah um, listeners and maybe viewers, what you don't know is Mushu doesn't actually have legs. He's... Um... <laughs> He's a bit like it. I don't know if you've seen um, Fury Road, um, the Mad Max. You know, the little one, he sits looking through a telescope. He's like, Dad, they turned the wrong way. <laughs> like, from the top, he looks all right, but the rest half of it, he's just mangled. <laughs> yeah, from, from the waist down, I'm swiveled here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm like a budget Davros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Oh, it is. It's been so shit though. I'm dying to go back to the pubs. And even like the last little respite last year, where they're like, oh, you can go to the pub, you got to sit at a table and you can't be with more than six people. I'd even take that now just to smell stale beer. Yeah. Dirty old people. It's just. Oh. Yeah. Uh, do you know, just on that subject, I know it's been said before and I know a lot of people say it, but that pubs don't smell the same since the smoking ban. You know, oh no, they don't. They're awful. The pubs when you used to go in there and it stunk of stale smoke, stale alcohol. Mm. It was a wholly unpleasant smell, but it was always so lovely and comforting at the same time, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was one of those smells that um, it would invoke memories of better times, wouldn't it? You would, yeah. you'd, you'd go in there and you're like, oh, I know that smell, the drip tray smell. That's the only time I get even close to those old days is, you know, like the the shitty ale ones. It, yeah. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't really work on like fizzy lager. But yeah, the shitty ale drip trays, you're like, oh, that takes me back to the 90s. Oh, I mean, I, I wasn't you, drinking it, but I certainly smelt it. I'll tell you the fondest pub memories of mine were the old Green Dragon in Petersfield when I was growing up. And it from the yeah. outside, it just looked like sort of a shitty country pub you know, in a little country town pub sort of thing. And you yeah. go in there and it's got the prodigy playing on a jukebox, you know, something like that. Nice. Fucking full of sweaty teenagers, you know, like 18, 19, you know, fucking all, all younger with their fake IDs, you know, like I was in there with me. Uh, I don't, uh, wasn't fake ID, certainly old enough. At 21 with my driving license. Yeah. And my fake beard, <laughs> my beard. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Sharpie but it used to be on. great just go in there. And it was always the same, that fucking layer of smoke just at eye level. So you're yeah. as soon as you go in there and, you know, you'd have all the sort of typical groups. You'd have the like weird, the, the weird metlers just like hawking on the fucking jukebox, ready to get in there when the prodigy finished and all that. It's, ah, it's brilliant. Those are the days. And now we can't even go in them. 
sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now now no one's allowed. I wasn't. Um, I I didn't really do a lot of underage drinking because I always looked so young that I struggled. Like even into like my mid twenties, I was always still getting. Like it wasn't a pro. I had ID, but. I wasn't 18, so I couldn't get fucking served anywhere. The only place that I could get served was on a Monday night at the old tavern in Eastleigh. It was rock night. So when I from 16, that's the only night of the week I would be able to go out so I could get served as a fucking Monday night. Um, <laughs> but it was it was probably the best night out in Eastleigh for me. Uh, I mean, there, were, there used to be two nightclubs when I was that age. Mm. Um, but... I wanted to do rock night and as an added bonus, a fucking DJ used to live down my old road, um, which I didn't find out until I'd been going for about a year. Um, sorry, my watch is trying to fucking do stuff. I'm just going to take this stupid bitch off before she starts <laughs> talking at me. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, he would burn me CDs. Um, uh, so yeah, he put, he put me onto some wicked stuff. Mm. Um, uh, all of which I cannot remember. All I had to do, I, I would li- literally just drop him around blank CDs and he'd just burn them off for me. Um, God, man, it was a different time on that. Oh, yeah. You see, we always, used, we always used to, um, we had these, I think it's probably okay to admit oh. now, uh, we had fake IDs that my mate, my mate made because his mum worked at our school. Uh, so we had access to a laminator, which at that... a laminator. That's what you always needed. <laughs> you know it. The moment you got a laminator, you are laughing. You can be the president of America if you want. Um, <laughs> but we chose our local college because uh, they used to issue college cards. So we made some fake college cards um, mm. for Alton College, and and mine had my mate's name on it because genius. My photo, my mate's name, so it's false name, so it's like extra secret. Yeah, I made know. you feel such a badass. Could have put yours and just changed oh, the year by a year, like a spy. Yeah, but anyway, so, <laughs> so I used to go into spa, and we used to what we used to do every weekend. We'd go into our local spa, and I'd get the big old bottles of diamond white or something like that. That god awful yeah. acidic cider, which just burns a hole right through your rectum. Yeah, um, and we barnstormer. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 so sweet and rots your teeth. <laughs> if we were feeling uh, flush, we might go for a Merry Down or two. I don't know if you remember Merry Down cider and the glass bottles. Oh, fancy. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I used to go in every weekend and I'd buy the same thing. Uh, and every every week, the old woman behind the counter, bless her, she knew. She blatantly knew. But to cover her own ass, she'd be like, have you got your fake ID? Uh, no, sorry. Have you got your ID? <laughs> Have you got any ID sort of thing? So every time I'd be like, yeah, there you go. There you go. And then she started calling me Rich because she saw the name on it. She's like, hello, Rich. I'm going to need to see your ID again. There you go. So, and all that. A couple <laughs> of weeks. And then I went in there one day and she said, have you, got your, have you got your ID handy? Right. And I thought she said, have you got your ID handy? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Fuck, I'm rumbled. Dropped these bottles of Merry down, smashed on the floor, and just fucking legged it out the door. <laughs> and it only to me. Like, as I was running away, I was like, she said, Handy, not Andy. <laughs> I like, well, I can never go back in there again. Like, literally, my village had one shop, and that was it. I had to go to the next village over from that point onwards because I just couldn't face her. That's amazing. Did you say Alton? Uh, that was the local college, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I grew up in Liss. Oh, fair enough. Um, Yeah, there's an Alton nearby. 
Uh, yeah, it's the same one. Oh, oh yeah. literally. Yeah, well, I couldn't throw a stone there. It's quite another far. interesting fact about Alton. That's where I learned to uh, canoe. Ooh, I didn't really like canoeing. I was, was a bit lanky for it. I mean, like it, it was fun. It was just getting out at the end. It was such a ball ache. <laughs> it's like you stay dry. You do really well. You stay dry the whole time. You've got that sort of like body condom thing over the top, mm. which is lovely because you get nice warm legs. And then getting out is the most undignified thing ever. And there would always be girls there as well. I went to a school where there was hardly any fucking girls. Um, but yeah, you do that. There would always be girls around with it being really ungraceful trying to get out of this fucking best way to get out yeah is you capsize release mm. your spray deck and then slide out like a dolphin mate because it's graceful and it's kind of badass because you, you're kind of saying like look i didn't capsize at all through that whole thing until now when i want to on my terms Whoosh! and then you slide out like a merman that's how you do uh, it <laughs> i ridiculously have done it that way <laughs> i went I, I went canoeing in the solent when um i went on navy camp when i was a kid um <laughs> I don't, hang on there was a reason behind this because it was the gayest one so my school we had to do uh cadets in the first year that i was there so it was lower fifth i don't know what that goes in normal school this is posho cunt school so it was lower fifth middle fifth upper fifth and then sixth form so whatever the fucking three years before sixth form are um we had to do it um and everybody did army because the navy cadets is gay as fuck so me and all my friends did Navy because every other cunt did Army, which just meant we got to do better things because there were less of us. Mm. Plus the ratio of girls to boy was a lot higher. Because, um, I mean, there were like 13 girls in our year. And when three of them were doing Navy, ah, none of us got anything. It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so we did Navy cadets, um, and we got to go. We had to go on a camp at the end of the first year. The army one, because there were so many people doing it, only got to go away for a few days. And we got to go for a full week on Whale Island um, on one of the decommissioned frigates over there, which was actually, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, one of the activities that we did was sailing around the Solent. And it was great. It was uh, proper good. But yeah, getting out, just flip yourself over and wiggle out like <laughs> a baby dolphin being birthed. <laughs> Neither fucking graceful. Or uh, nice, but yeah, when you when you canoeing in a um, um, in a canal, you don't want to be capsizing because it's full of fucking rat piss. So you get like Lyme's disease and all of that shite. You don't drink it, do you? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, just keep your mouth shut when you go under. Yeah, you got to open it up and get the full feeling, don't you? No, that's why I'm how not canoeing. How have you not drowned? <laughs> well, I, I breathe out at the same time. No, it's always a good rule, right? If you're going in the water, close all your orifices, whatever you have power over. I've been doing this all wrong. Mm. I literally open up everything, everything, all the way down. (laughs) You know, like when you float around like an empty plastic bag. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly that. I remember reading one of those survival guides. Um, uh, Do I have it? I mean, I know I do. Now I'm imagining a capsized canoe with you coming out of it, and it's just (laughs) the image of a seahorse giving birth into my... my, (laughs) Yeah, just squirting them out. Ungraceful and everywhere. um, Graceful isn't a word that you can really ever use um, about me. It's not fair. Uh, Although, unless I'm dancing. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> very graceful dancer. <laughs> oh, oh. fucking terrible dancer. I used to love having I used to love having a bit of a boogie when I was you a bit younger. And then all of a sudden I was just dancer. like Huh? You can't be a graceful dancer. No, fucking terrible dancer. But you know, you used to get shit faced, you used to love having a little sweat on the dance floor. We used to go to this club called the Dungeon. Um, in Southampton. Oh, it was so fucking good. I've probably mentioned it before, but it used to be 50p for a vodka and mixer before 10 o'clock. So at 10 to 10, I would order £20 worth of vodka and orange juices. As you do. Just, yeah, just fill the fucking table. And then people would come along and be like, oh, you got a lot of drinks? I'm like, here you go, have a fucking vodka and orange juice. It costs me nothing. Um, yeah, yeah, king of the castle, like some kind um, of pimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pimp with fucking the worst vodka. In, I, I don't even drink vodka. I can't stand the stuff. It's horrible. That's yeah. probably why, incidentally. <laughs> um, but they had a dance floor downstairs, and I'd always go and have a little dance. But the ceiling was quite low, so every time I'd raise my hands up in the air, which was surprisingly often. I'd scrape my knuckles along their roof and I'd come out looking like I've been in a fight because my knuckles were all bloody and horrible just from scratching on their shitty hard artex on the fucking ceiling. Oh, I missed it. You know, they turned out that it's probably the best alternative club in Southampton. I mean, there were two. There was one called the Firehouse where a lot of like young... Oh, no, no. Firehouse was a pub. I think I've been to Nexus. the Firehouse. Did they, did they do um, live music there? Uh, pass. I don't think so, because it looks like a normal pub, <clears throat> but it's just full of metalers. It's a, it's uh, a cool pub, I like else, it. Yeah. Um, you might be thinking of the Brook. No, it's definitely a Firehouse, but it might be in uh, Bournemouth, now I'm thinking about oh, okay. it. Oh, I okay. I meant to say the Nexus. Um, mm. that, that got sold, and that got turned into flats. And then the Dungeon, they got taken over by new management and they went from an alternative bar where all the goths and alternative people all just went and had a good time. And you'd see chavs in there and they'd be looking around like, who the fuck is this place? And they'd be like, it's all right, yeah? As some beautiful woman in like a corset and leather trousers would just walk past them and they're like, well, you we don't see this in the square balloon. <laughs> and they turned this, this wonderful place where there was never any aggro into a sports bar. Why? The last place I would ever... I've, I've never been in there since. I'm no. just like, you turned the best place into the worst possible thing. It's... That's so depressing. I think I think the best um, the best alternative place I've ever been to is... Uh, I, I really hope it's still there. I'd, I'd be surprised if it's not. It's in Camden. Um, yeah. The, the end of the world, it's called. Uh, never been there. Big pub, right, on a corner. And a lot of people hopefully would know it or have stumbled across it but it's great it's you go inside and it's got like a central island bar and all the walls are done like the outside of buildings so it's almost like when you go in you're like in an italian courtyard and oh, that's like, kind of cool they've all got shop fronts and stuff like that and there's an upper level with like a balcony and all this and flowers all along the balcony so it's yeah so and it's it's a really weird place and the first time i went in there they were playing walk by pantera um oh, man that's a it's, Anywhere it's a, I walk in and they're playing Pantera, I'm like, I'm home. <laughs> it's a serious tune, yeah. And it, exactly, yeah. it lets you know what sort of place you're in. Um, mm. And you feel comfortable immediately as well, because a, a lot of people may not know this, but if you walk into a room, in, into a metal bar or a rock bar or somewhere like that, you, there's a very good chance you won't get any aggro because everyone's just there for the music. Yeah. 
Uh, that's why I always like those places. Yeah. I mean, be, yeah. and you can get in there in fucking trainers and shorts if you want to. It's yeah. no like, oh, you've got to be wearing shoes that you'd wear for an interview. Oh, where am I fucking? I've been working. I've worked 45 hours this week. Yeah, you're oh, all on wear office on, shoes. Yeah. yeah. Where's your tie? Your tie's not done up properly. Is that yeah. a Windsor knot? <laughs> oh, fuck off. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there you have this amazing pub, right? But then, as the night gets on, underneath this pub, you go down this big spiral staircase. You've got the underworld. See, you got so you got end of the world, and then underneath it is the underworld, right? What like a, that, like Prince? Yeah, Prince. that's a Prince thing, isn't it? The underworld. I don't know. Is that? Oh, I thought that was a Prince reference. It might be. I don't. I just don't know much about Prince. Oh. Um, I don't but, know. Does he class as alternative? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, I, I mean, if you're, inter- altern- if you're into alternative, if you're into alternative music you're I, not going to ever turn your nose up to prince are you? No, he no, is, I guess so, as musicians yeah. goes he is up there. well i mean he's I, under there now but i guess he'd loosely fall into the bracket yeah why not yeah well yeah. i don't think he did in the 80s but nowadays he probably does yeah yeah maybe yeah but anyway sorry mate no, so so and and it was basically set up like a club normal like uh-huh. nightclub dark smoky lasers and all that but it had the best thing ever it had those big plastic sheet doors you know, the ones that you, the flaps that you sort of pull apart, like in meat lockers and stuff. I was going to say, were you just in a butcher's? Yeah. And <laughs> okay. Basically, beyond that, they had a massive walk-in fridge with sofas in it. Right? Oh, that's what you want. And it was oh. the best thing in the universe. You get so sweaty and hot because it got to like a million yeah. degrees on the dance floor. And then you yeah. just go in there and you'd sit down and you just steam. It'd literally be like... <sighs> And it was oh, so wonderful. Good. Literally the best place I've ever been to just for that. I don't even know whether it was expensive or not because I didn't give a shit. No. Oh, that sounds fucking that. tremendous. I used to do um, something similar when I worked in McDonald's on really hot days. When I'd go get a drink, I'd go stand in the walk-in chiller. Just, yeah. <laughs> just go in there and just fucking stand for two minutes. Not that the walk-in freezers, though. Mm. I said I was upstairs. Yeah, well, yeah, I did that when I was working for a big supermarket, and I, I nearly locked myself in. It was fucking freezing. <laughs> you I say I nearly hope so. I say I nearly <laughs> locked myself in. The door shut, and I didn't realise there was a handle on the inside because I'm a moron. Um, so yeah. I just panicked a bit. Um, <laughs> figured like, uh, well, here I am. I'm going to die. How long have I got? I don't know. Probably about 28 minutes. Sticks in my head for some reason. Oh, it, what? What is that? How long you were in there for? No, how long you can survive in that sort of temperature. I was about to ask, how long do you think you could last in a walk-in freezer? Because it's a defrost cycle, isn't it? That kicks in every now and then. Yeah, but I don't think in, in extreme cold like that, where you've not got um, anything, I think you go hypothermic really quickly. Yeah, but you're not naked, are you? I mean, you might have been sweaty. I don't what, I'm, I'm not answering that without my lawyer present. It was Naked Tuesdays at Sainsbury's or wherever you were fucking working. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, pension day. That was uh, Thursday mornings, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Andrew. <laughs> that reminds me. I need some chipolatas. Um... <laughs> hey, fair. <laughs> Fucking yeah. After eighteen hour, uh, eighteen minutes in a fucking walk-in freezer, yikes! Good lord, yeah, that's a, that's a free sex change right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, oh dear, yeah, that's um, that has been controversially prevalent in my uh, 
working week. It's been so fucking cold. <laughs> Woo! Bonnie's a wonderful thing, isn't it? It does protect the things you want to keep protecting. But when you look down and you look like a kendall, you're like, where'd you go? <laughs> the problem is, as well, is I don't know if you've noticed, but if you've if you carry a bit of uh, sort of festive plumpness around the waist Tip as well, it, yeah, it doesn't take a lot of cold to make things disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I don't know if you've ever had this. Uh, but someone at work was telling me about this, and I have experienced this not many times, but once or twice. But sorry, ladies, if anybody is listening, male problems here. But um, you know when you get so cold that it all shrinks back up inside, but then you try and go for a piss, and obviously most of it's not there. <laughs> well, a guy at work was telling me that this is the first time it's ever happened to him, and he's like fucking thirty-eight. <laughs> I mean, he's done really well to get this far. That when you go for that first piss, when you start warming up, but everything's still sort of back inside, and then it just starts expanding <laughs> out like a water balloon filled with piss. <laughs> He, he was telling me and I was like oh I've had that and he's like I've never had that before I tried to take a picture but it all came out the end before I got a fucking chance to no you see at, at this point I'd like to say I'm really glad it's you that's saying all of this and <laughs> not me but at the same time I really want to liken it to a like like a cartoon hose pipe yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just whoops I know exactly what you mean yeah. Oh, oh, oh dear. Um... Yeah, when I had a motorbike was when I first experienced that because I was uh, riding home in the um in the rain and I'd I'd never experienced that before. It was the first time. And ha- have you ever had a motorbike? No, no. Oh, okay. Well, so you've usually got the fuel tank between your legs. Now, on the one that I had, <laughs> the fuel tank was between my legs, but my legs created a bit of a pool and I basically had my balls in rainwater <laughs> driving along the whole time when I got <laughs> off. It marinating. Sort of <laughs> yeah, it was lovely and clean. Very cold though. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've not been that cold many times in my life till I lived here and now it's regular. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just life. Yeah. yeah. No, so in answer to your question, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's long though. I, I'm sure it was. I've got 28 minutes in my head, and I don't know why. I think that might be the Arctic though, but I don't know. Comparably, I, I'm assuming the Arctic's a lot colder than a walk-in fridge uh, freezer. Well, I thought it. I thought it was the rule of three. So you got three minutes without air, three hours without shelter. So that'd be your exposure, and then three days without water, three weeks without food. I thought they were the rules. Um, but obviously, if it's like <clears throat> minus 20 degrees and you're piss wet through, you're going to... But then you can move around. You move around in the cold, don't you, to warm yourself up? I mean, if you just sit in there, soak it because you shut yourself in moving. a freezer. I'm not a big fan of dying. Yeah, I know. I get your argument, but I'm not a big fan of moving. <laughs> it's a valid argument, I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd... I'd... If I was if I was out in the wild or something like that, I'd kind of pin my hopes on a, on a bison walking past and dying of a heart attack and just sort of falling <laughs> over me, keeping me warm. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it does fucking happen. Fingers um, crossed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't say... Uh, so, uh, sorry, the, uh, my, my point about alone, 
I had I had yes. an original point, but I got distracted by the big dirty great fucking cow thing he kills. Um, <laughs> so it was between a man and a woman. This woman was one tough cookie. She was a bad ass. Hey, do you know what? I'm going to use the term from Suicide Squad. She was a bad bitch. Um, she got medically tapped because obviously they had to film everything and then they sent the SIM cards off to, I don't know, someone just comes and fucking collects them and they start editing it. Mm. Um, she got frostbite on her feet um, and she documented it brilliantly. You could literally see it coming. She's like, fuck, I think I've got frostbite. And the whole soles of her feet were just black. And she's like, I've got to keep them warm. I've got to keep them warm. Can't, can't stand still. I've got to keep moving and all of that. And then you could see it was like creeping up under her nails. And then they've got these like satellite phones. Um, and she had a text message come through saying, be at your shelter at such and such time. Someone's coming to look at you. And yeah, the doctor came in and just fucking kicked her ass out oh that's um, so that's heartbreaking isn't it oh it is because she was such a badass it, it like it was absolutely brilliant like she wasn't as bad as the guy who lasted 100 days um but i was a bit disappointed because once she left it literally it just did like a fade from i don't even know what day she left um i think it was like 60 70 um mm. and then it just went to day 99 they didn't show any of the other fucking days it was like day 99, this other guy's like, oh, I've got one more day. Blah, blah, blah. Then it cuts to day 100. It's like, I've marked it off on the tree. I'm at day 100. I suppose I'm now a millionaire. Thing is, I guess you'd, um, it wouldn't make very good viewing though, would it? Like, because after a while, you'd get used to it. It would become like a way of life. Mm. Sort of wake up in the morning, go for your morning shit, go out, go hunting, go fishing, whatever, come back, mm. get some wood. And if you do the same thing every day, it's like it'd be difficult. You're like you'd want to throw in a bear attack or something like that for a bit of extra footage, wouldn't you? Yeah, there must have been something over like that thirty days though. Just skipping out thirty days worth is just a bit of a cop out. <clears throat> I mean, he was so interesting. The stuff he did, he caught, well, as I say, he caught fucking muscots on like day one. Mm. And was eating it the whole time. His shirt was absolutely brilliant. He was ice fishing. Oh, pardon me. Are we keeping beer you and up? a coffee? <laughs> no, I've just had a coffee and a beer. I wasn't so much yawning as more burping, um, uh, as wonderful as that is. Um, yeah, it just felt like a, a little bit of a cop-out. I mean, something must have happened during those days. Um, uh, but And normally, or you say it could be boring, the normal series is stupidly boring because that's just a game of last man standing. Mm. Usually somebody gets so thin that the medical team kicks them out and then they wait a day and a helicopter just turns up with somebody's loved one. Um, saying, oh, you've won. Um, and the footage for the days leading up to that usually consists of people in a sleeping bag trying to stay warm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> most of the series end with somebody in a sleeping bag just being like, oh, well, this isn't going to be very interesting because now I'm just literally trying to stay warm for the next two weeks. Um, yeah. But... I mean, it doesn't really appeal to me <laughs> doing oh. that. It really does to me. I don't ever. I don't understand why they always do it. Uh, like right up till Christmas, it's always. Uh, it might be something to do with hunting seasons because hunting seasons are pretty much always during the winter as opposed to during the summer, and they've got to stick to whatever regulations are applicable um, uh, for each individual area. But yeah, I just. I don't really understand why it always has to be in the fucking freezing cold. I, I would like to see one. I think the show would go on longer and it would bring a whole new dynamic if they did it. Maybe if they, no, they can't start in the winter because it doesn't give anyone a chance to get any food. But 
I don't know, start at the beginning of summer. <clears throat> you know, yeah, where everything's I mean, all grown and you can root around. I get. I guess the idea is that it's to make it more punishing, isn't it? It's you know, um, it's, well, de- it's definitely more, is uh, endurance thing if it's at winter. But hmm. there's no reason why they couldn't go the other way. Like just get a load of crazy Texans or something like that and chuck them out in the middle of the deserts in Utah. Yeah, like, there you I, go. You I, can I, survive for a couple of weeks in this heat, sort of thing. That would be, be good to watch. So on board with that. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty much the premise of Naked and Afraid, isn't it? Take your kit off. Here's a knife. Go stay out in a fucking desert. Try not to get sunburn on your balls. You know what? I know. I know exactly what my luck would be on that show. We're like, take your kit off. There's your knife, right? You're in the middle of nowhere. Off you go. I turn around and I just bump into a random wandering policeman. He'll be like, uh, <laughs> "Why are you naked with a knife? You're coming with me." And I'll be like, "Fucking this again." Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'd, I'd never do something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I, I hate I hate that show. Everything about that show should appeal to me, but the fact that they're naked really gets on my nerves. I just don't think it brings anything to the show. I mean, why can't? Yeah, why? What's so hard about giving someone a pair of flip flops, a shorts, and t shirt? At least then you have to like censor out all the ghoulies the whole time. Mm. Nobody just walks around with a blurred bit. It's like watching Japanese porn. (laughs) (laughs) It's just fucking. It's just rubbish. (laughs) It's like yeah, just put some pants on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. Nice bathing suit or something like that. Well, I mean, the only. the only people who do it and that are up for it are people who just like being naked. There's always a bunch of other people who would be great at the show, but they just don't like, I, I would love to give those kind of things a go. I mm. get fucking naked on TV for 28 days. Fuck off. No, this is, and, this is what, um, like, you know, that, that program naked attraction, is it naked attraction? The dating one. Yeah. That's a fucked up show. <laughs> <laughs> the bit that gets me right is like, you go up and you you see the vag and the, the willies and all that sort of thing. And it comes up and it's like, right, so you've, you said goodbye to Blue. And it's like, my name's Peter and I'm a, an English teacher from uh, Guildford. Like, <laughs> what? You're a fucking what? You literally just had your hanging old balls out on TV. And, and now you're telling everyone that you're a teacher. Why? And like these people, and like, even oh. accountants and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm an accountant from Shrewsbury. Marvellous. And you're going to go... <laughs> so you're going to go back into work. Like, oh, <laughs> morning, Deborah. <laughs> nice piercing. Have you noticed, they, they pretty much always... Uh, I've only, I haven't watched too much of it. They pretty much always choose the person with the biggest dick. And when, it, <laughs> when that happens, you know when that's going to happen because it'll always be the smallest dick and the biggest dick left and then they line them up don't they the other person takes their kit off and she's like oh yeah i'm gonna pick um b big dick man and then you just see this like poor little dick guy just walking away and you're like he knew he was never gonna win not when there was that hog swinging down by his <laughs> knees next to him <laughs> the, best, the best thing though is when they always like so what do you think of him <laughs> get them to judge each other well, he's ripped. He's got a massive schlong. You know, I'm here with my gut and my fucking tallywhacker out. Yeah, good luck, me. Cheers. It's when they look down, they're like, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, quite the specimen he's got, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's funny, but I mean, some of the best TV has come from that show for me. I, I saw this one with this little old lady who worked in a church. Oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> she and, and <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this, but <laughs> I haven't really watched it that much. <laughs> I think her name was Brenda. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's got a little fucking Yamaha keyboard out. She's like, she loved God for so long. She was like all about the church. And she's like, oh no, now I want some time for myself, which just means fucking. And she gets her keyboard out and she's playing like some shit fucking hymn. And she's like, oh, I love a man who can dance. And you've got all these old boys in the background just fucking dancing to um, like Amazing Grace or whatever she's fucking playing. And then she bit, she's like, oh, I like to take food into the bedroom. And she's made a cake with like clotted cream. And she goes, I'm going to feed all these old boys bits of cake while she's fucking stuck, bollock naked. It was, oh, it was like the best and worst TV I've ever seen in my life. It was so good. Oh, we, de- we totally should have had a following Sunday. Thank you all for coming. I think Brenda. we all know what today's summons, <laughs> sermons is going to be about, don't we, Brenda? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uses of clotted cream in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. I mean, yeah. that takes some gumption, doesn't it, going on that show? Um, and I've often thought, like, would I have the balls to go on there? Like, no, no pun intended. And um, just no, just no, <laughs> just no. No. Absolutely. I reckon Zach could probably go on it. Almost definitely. Yeah. He'd probably yeah. he'd probably pay to go on it. Of all the people I know, uh, I think him. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I've got another friend called Zach. <laughs> I think though maybe it's something to do with the name. I, I reckon both of them would probably go on it if they were in the right situation too. I reckon they they've got the confidence and all of that to do it. But yeah, it's not for me. But yeah. as for watching it, the presenter's brilliant as well. She's so funny. Yeah, she is quite it, good, isn't she? Yes, it's when it, it goes up to the first level, so it's just cock and balls. And then the person goes over, and they're just like, they probably get in, they're just like, hmm, there's a bit of discoloration on that one. Don't like the look of that. <laughs> it's just like, that's got a nice length, but I do prefer a bit of a chode. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, so, um, that's a yeah. <laughs> For anyone watching or listening, yeah, just drop it in the comments if, you, uh, if, you'd, if you'd consider it. Or not, uh, we won't oh, make God. you do it. I promise. Uh, just like I want to know if there's anyone out there that actually, well, obviously there is, but I want to know who they are. <laughs> I want to out them. You want the numbers? <laughs> well, yeah. It's just such a weird way of. I don't think any. It's not like blind date where people actually like click and get on, is it? it mm. In fact, it's the exact opposite of blind date. It's as far removed from blind date as physically fucking possible. It's literally there's nothing left. <laughs> I've seen everything. I mean, I've seen what. Oh god! I think if someone cringe. if someone was surveying me from the floor up. I think, and I made it to the last round. I would definitely say the word tenacious was applicable to them. Um, that's, you know, to to still be there, to, to still be putting up with my visual onslaught on them. It would be quite, it wouldn't be pleasant. I don't even think I'd make it past the knees, mate. I mean, it, the, people would just look at my feet and be like, oh, is he like some sort of oversized hobbit? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it's like a gargoyle. <laughs> it's like I asked for human men, not some sort of beast with trotters. <laughs> what the fuck? Not that cloven hoofed monster. <laughs> yeah, I smell sulfur. Have you let the fucking demons from hell out? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's not for me. Not in a million. I mean, for a million pounds, I probably would. I mean, there's my price. Um, but yeah, not for just some date. It's but just... then, on the flip side of that, like I don't think I could pick a woman like that either. Um, oh no, I fully disagree. I definitely but, could. Well, it'd be like, like it being in a sweet shop, wouldn't it? Because, and this is going to sound super gay, right? But a lot of break from the norm. A lot of how I perceive a woman is in their face. Um, oh, so you want to start at the top and work your way down? You see, I can't. You know what? That kind of makes more sense. I don't think I can. I don't. I can't apply the word beautiful to someone until I've seen their face. If you know what I mean, like, you, because I, I've watched I've watched this show enough to know, like, you, you see you see the ladies' bits come out and you you're kind of like, mm, that's nice, yeah, that's very nice, yeah, I like that. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh huh. Yeah, that's good, and all that. And you judge them, you do. And some are nice, some aren't. But you you can't really. The whole package isn't there until you see the face, and I think. I, I, these people aren't going to walk around day to day with just everything hanging out, are they? I mean, they go on a date dressed, which always seems really alien. And the end of it is like, why has he got clothes on? What are you, what are you doing? But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. It's the it's the weirdest way to rank a person from mm. bottom up, a top down maybe. You'd be like, oh yeah, you got a pretty face. You can stay. Oh, don't like the look of you. Off your trot. Well, that's it. I mean, if I was being completely shallow, it's kind of like uh, it's like checkpoints, isn't it? You, you sort of do the face, you know, check, face check. But you know, if the face isn't there for whatever reason, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder and all that. But if you're looking at the face and it's not doing it for you, there's no point wasting your time. Nothing below the face is going to convince me at that point. That that's mm. that's to the extent that I feel that. Um, so yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it's just yeah, it's not for me. I don't want to pick people uh, like that. You know, maybe if I was a Roman does. back in the olden days, that's how they used to sell slaves off, isn't they? The only thing they'd be wearing was like a collar around the neck. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, nice collar. They used to check their teeth as well. <laughs> like, they don't that. do that in naked attraction, do they? <laughs> Here's a bit. Open up. I mean that would be quite, that'd be quite good, wouldn't it? Just approach the whole thing like an Egyptian slaver. Just like so, who who do you want to go and see first? And I'm like, Orange, please. Just go up, fucking slap their ass really hard. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at the bottom of their feet. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> get the ma- their feet. Get the mouth open. Look in there. Yeah. Hold your hands out. All to see those calluses. Oh, you've clearly never mopped, have you? Yeah. <laughs> and just flick them in the forehead just for good measure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll get rid of Orange. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it's just a, it's just a fucked up show, man. <laughs> it's, it's a, did you see that other one? I, you see, I only watched one episode of it, but I think it was the same lady. Um, where I don't know what it's called, so I'm going to call it f- "fucking in a box." Sex box. Oh, okay. I was pretty close. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I saw one of those, and that was weird a couple would just go and fuck in a box and then come and talk about the fucking fuck in a box. box. Yeah. Yeah, that that felt weird. I mean, Channel 4, they're always pushing boats out, aren't they? 
It's the mm. first live autopsy, first fucking in a box on national normal TV. I mean. See, fucking in a box as well, because I don't know about you, but I'm not a consistent man. Um, you know, sometimes I'm I'm a, a lengthy lover, uh, and other times I it's a brief but excitable affair. <laughs> you know? But I know for a fact that it would be one of those days that I'd go there and film. I'd be like, I'd go in and like the door would open again and they'd be like, oh, you've, do you need something else? I'd be like, no, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it too cold for you, is it, Mushi? Ah, just finished. <laughs> yeah, no, just walk out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just wouldn't work for me. I'd just be like, no, no, I think some, too much some things, the excitement of some things is because they are not for everyone to see, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't want to fuck in a box. I don't want to pick people by their nakedness. Boy, I don't, worth, I don't think I'd want to watch you fucking a box either. How rude! Comment below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the comments would be like, "Bring back Rambo." Um, <laughs> is, that, is that a handsome shaved one? We're, we're going to ditch the other two features for for this episode since there's only the two of us, and we're just going to enjoy some videos and uh, make a little bit more out of this feature for the minute, aren't we? Um, apologies to the listeners, but you can probably guess what's going on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the YouTube clips. YouTube clips is my favourite thing about doing this at the moment. I mean, you, it's it's better when it's not just loads that I've already watched and sent over to you. Yeah. Which, um, spoiler alert. It's sort of the gist of this evening's. <laughs> it was like fucking spam. I was, I was just trying to get to sleep. And it, bing, bing, bing. Oh, another one. Bing. I could only assume yeah. he like got drunk and fallen into a YouTube hole or something. I did, I, I did go down some holes. I was looking for a very specific video and I couldn't find it. Um, but Sophie's not here, so I've got more time to uh, find it for the next time. It's a good one. It's a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's horrible, but it's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I've chucked a couple in. We've just selected a few of Sam's, and I've chucked a couple in as well. So, um, you ready? Yeah, man. Let's do it. What are we watching first? Well, I'll find out. I'll read the title in a minute. Starting off with one of yours, mate. I think. Oh, it's so exciting. Oh yeah, this is funny, but it's subtle. Right, so for all of our um, audio-only people, there's a bear at the moment fucking up somebody's fence. It's it's having a scratch. That's what it's doing. It's loving life. Look at that, yeah. getting well into it. Yeah, he's having a scratch. He's biting onto something. There's like a big wire thing. Oh, oh, oh! He just got whipped in. The- Look at that walk. <laughs> That's exactly how I react when I get whipped in the bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> like him. He's like, I've, got, oh, really I've just got to watch that again. Sorry. Yeah. But... I missed it the first time. Oh, Because oh, it's a whip <laughs> shot as well. And that. Yeah. <laughs> when you got spread out. <laughs> you know, you, you can see it. It captures. You know that feeling when you get whipped in the balls? And it like travels up through your insides, and you can just feel it like in your core. It's yeah. like, oh, it's there's no other pain like it. It's just ridiculous. And yeah, that bear. <laughs> the great thing is, though, he's done what every man, he does what every male would do in that situation, tries to style it out and then realizes he can't. <laughs> it like, just oh. collapses. 
didn't hurt that much because you can see the moment it's like what the fuck oh okay okay it doesn't hurt that take much. a step take a step <laughs> just walk away walk somewhere safe where you can scream oh i can't walk <laughs> yeah yeah i wasn't looking for that but i, I came down it on a rabbit hole i was like well that's too good not to share <laughs> i i feel for it i really feel for it yeah um, well mo- moving on um <laughs> this is one of my little offers of ridiculousness um i don't know why i find these so amusing but i could watch these for hours but this is quite a good one so uh <clears throat> i'm not a big fashionista oh <gasps> I might have seen this. See, already you're Look thinking... Look at those ankles. Like, yeah, I oh know. Oh, was this an ankles one, is it? Um, oh. Oh, oh, shit, son. Oh. I don't understand how ladies wear those torture devices on their feet. <laughs> Look right. at these guys down the bottom bottom left hand corner just clapping. Oh yeah, and, good job, good job, good yeah, job. Just, just clap. <laughs> they'll they'll never notice it went wrong. Uh, yeah, I I love those videos um, because I I just I don't know how their ankles don't break in numerous places from that. I mean, and you see, it really sort of adds. It does make you think that people think that supermodels and that have it easy and all that, but fuck me, I would never do that job. But like the stuff well, I mean, to do. their job is sort of kind of like a mini posty job, isn't it? It's just walking. I mean, I yeah. don't have to walk in any particular way, <laughs> um, but One I of do the weirder comparisons sort of, I've ever heard. I sort of have to stay on my feet, uh, and she couldn't even manage that. So, oh, but God, that looks so painful. Has it turned like that? Jesus Christ! And with with everyone as well. You know, you know, she's trying to rescue a little shred of dignity with every to- every single stumble. A little bit more dignity falls out, and just, oh no, oh no, oh no. But... Oh, yeah, anyway, not good. Onwards and not upwards. good at all. Yeah, or onwards. What's next? What I, have we got? I dread the thing. I've seen the title of this, and I, I, <laughs> I, I wish I hadn't. I don't know. I sent these so long ago. It's um, it's a mystery. What's the title? Oh, yeah, we'd have to watch it. This is fucking brilliant. I can't work out if this guy's taking the piss or not. I think it's this country. It looks like it. Yeah, we probably can't watch the whole of it, but... (laughs) (laughs) So you know that guy that Rambo always used to play us? You can stop it here. That's enough of him. <laughs> you know that guy? I think his name might have been... I want to say Joey, but I'm not 100% sure. You know the one I'm, I was I always the one taking the piss? I know the one you mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every Friday night we'd be playing Call of Duty and he'd just be playing this god-awful fucking music. I saw that and it just made me think of him. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine him all dressed up in his sparkly little sequin jacket with a wig on and just singing terribly. So little nod, little nod to uh, Rambo there. Yeah, totally. But it's, I love that because I, I presume everything about that is not him being serious, and that is, that is like pure just British humour, isn't it? You've got all those, so. all those douchebags just walking around during the last lockout. We, we had one in um, 
well, in Eastleigh, there was this woman walking around holding a candle in like a fucking wanky ball gown, singing opera down the fucking, down the streets. And I'm like, know your fucking audience, love. Uh, you've got kids walking around with speakers who should be arrested, um, playing mumble rap and shit like that every single day. And then you've got this woman just walking around singing opera terribly. It, oh, it was so awful. So I presume that that guy has seen those videos and he's like, I got your fam. It does kind of annoy me about, about buskers though. They sort of fall into two categories, don't they? There's, there's the ones which are just genuine, absolute fucking genius. And yeah. you, know, you don't understand why on earth they are stood on the street. And it's probably because they just enjoy doing it. Or drugs. Um, and then you've got the others who are the kind of the people that want to be big musicians but can't be and haven't taken the hint that they get no's from everyone and so they end up busking and you just think like just fuck off with your noise it's horrible i love a good busker i don't i i I love a good busker the shit ones though can all die well yeah but you don't have to stand and watch them do you i mean i i don't see a lot of them anymore there's usually some guy um in easter he plays a saxophone i don't really like the noise of saxophones i find it it's just Ugh. It reminds me of like Simply Red. You know all that shit music from the early 90s that everyone's mums used to get all mm. just a little bit too excited over? Or maybe maybe just mine, I don't know. But yeah, every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, God, it's like porn music, except without the porn. Yeah, so I don't particularly like saxophones, but you go down Winchester, on the other hand, and there's usually fuckloads of buskers, and, you know, sometimes they're pretty good. Mm. I like oh. it. And there a little go. something, something. I mean, the, obviously, you're not allowed There's outside at the moment. No, a little something, something. Yeah, you can't go outside. You can't congregate. Rubbish. But still, Dude. you can watch gems like that on uh, on YouTube. Yes, you can. <laughs> if you want some dancing in the street. Well, no, let's, I... move, let's move on to the next one then, shall we? Um, well, what, what have you got? Well, you're quite a manly man, aren't you, Sam? You're quite the, quite the man. Very manly man you are, I would say. Okay. I, I feel like this is well. I just I'm just looking forward to how manly the next video is going to be. <laughs> oh, okay. Six hilarious beauty vlogger fails. Oh, this is great! Check this shit out. Yeah, yeah. So you cut it in a straight line and. Yeah, go on, they love cut that. Oh, that's not a straight line, though. Ah! Oh, you cut your she finger. Done ah! Look at you. Oh, oh, oh. You can't comb oh, it out, love. At least she sees the funny side of it. So oh, yeah. She... Noise, but you be These are the best ones. That's basically. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that noise is totally normal. Oh, What's that, love? God. Hair's on fire. It's not longer. Actually. Oh, surely you've seen this one. Yeah. Where'd the hair go? <laughs> it's like a magic trick. <laughs> I hear this word. You've been so good. I did people... this. Oh. Oh my god. This side is so much fun. <laughs> and you'll get that nice. Oh man. Yes. God damn it. Oh my god. <laughs> what happened? It was almost ready. I don't get that. Hey. God 
Damn it! <clears throat> I think uh, I think that was him fucking up his makeup. Oh. Um, <laughs> was he trying to do blackface at the end there? I I didn't get <laughs> no, to the I end of it. I don't I, think I he was trying to... to. I think it, it just happened, and he got very, very, very annoyed about it. Oh, very dramatic. I mean, he's probably massive in the world of YouTube uh, beauty vloggers, which I don't tend to watch. But I do. I, I I looked it up because I remember watching a video a little while ago. Um, it was like some life hack video where these pretty American girls were like, oh, if you haven't got a curling iron to hand and it's a really fucking hot day, try this. And they wrapped it around like a baking hot fence. You know, like an iron bar fence. He's wrapped yeah. the hair around it. And this girl's hair just pulled off. And I was sort of looking for that. And then I came across that one instead. Um, because it's just, I just think it's so funny where people are like, oh, yeah, you wrap your head around this really fucking hot thing and just hope it doesn't just fucking break off and catch on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone knows they make everything fireproof out of human hair, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, How good me... are those fringes? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, the... it's, like this. <laughs> it's the arrogance of it, though. You know, like, I mean, I'd assume that they, you know, they go to professional hairdressers normally to get their hair cut. Yeah, but then to just think like I'm going to record myself doing my own haircut. It's it, yeah. how hard can it be? I've He's never a piss. I've never. Cut, oh, there is a bit of scissors, <laughs> mate. <laughs> it's not like they have a couple of years fucking training and apprenticeships, so they have to fucking go through everything. That's and when it. also, when has everyone been like, oh yeah, you know what? To cut a straight line, I like I remember the bowl haircut when I was a kid. They. Oh, I was about to say brush it down, but I suppose they cut it down. It's not really a problem for you, Mushu. Uh, but yeah, they brush it down and then they go like this. Never once has my hairdresser been like, right, we're going to get a nice straight line. We're going to bunch it up here and then we're just going to snip it all at once. Because all the hair comes from one spot, doesn't it? That the action that that second woman had, the, the sort of over-the-top rainbow sort of style action where she actually nearly cut her finger off. <laughs> it was her reaction. It's like, oh, I cut my finger. And then she looks up and sees that fringe. <laughs> That's, oh, it's I mean, so good. That's some terrible haircut, isn't it? It's that bad that it takes your mind off the fact you've nearly just snipped your finger off. Yeah, I mean, it's. I suppose <coughs> the the lady equivalent of the bloke's lockdown haircut of shaved. <laughs> Incidentally, yeah. I've got a hat on because the hairdressers are shut and it is just a fucking mess at the moment. I, um... I gave myself a haircut today. Oh, did it? Well, bravo. You didn't cut your fucking finger off, though. And look at that fringe. It's so even. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Very welcome. You should do what? a vlogging tip on it. <laughs> Maybe I should, yeah. Just get a towel and... <laughs> Shine it up like a bowling ball. <laughs> okay, so we're going over to Russia now, because I love Ooh. Russians. They do some crazy stuff. Fucking love Russians, because they're all mental. Hmm. Grenades. Oh dear. Don't worry, this map of professionals that he's playing at the moment is that he's a professional. Oh yeah, make sure you keep your grenades in a safety pouch. That'll keep him safe. That's explosive proof, isn't it? Don't worry, he's he knows exactly what he's doing. Look, he can take the pin out. As long as you hold down that arm, it's fine, isn't it? Think? Chiku? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> and, and that's the reason I chose that for that, that clip. It's just oh, the guy at the end. 
that was brilliant. Again, for listeners only, that Russian guy, I don't know if you can speak Russian, which I can't. He was like, oh, yeah, so this is uh, my grenade. It's fine. Pull the little pin out. And then he, the, there's like an arm. And if that flicks off, it's fucked. It's going to go off. And it flicked off. But he's like, shit, lobs it in a cupboard. <laughs> He where there's it. a man <clears throat> he fucked it badly yeah <laughs> well, at least it wasn't a proper grenade though jesus christ he wouldn't have come out in one piece that's for sure all that makes me think though is i would love to work at that place you know oh, in a place like that, where health and safety is out the fucking window hey dimitri come look we've, we have new rifles put on this chest, <laughs> chest plate. <laughs> yeah. start up the camera we're going to record a video for the youtubes <laughs> <laughs> And the next internet virus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a noise. Uh, oh. oh, dear. Are, are there no, any more? Sam, yes, there's one more, and it's one of yours, and I've just seen the title. I thought we'd got away with it. <gasps> nature. This is my nature yes. video, isn't it? Yeah. Welcome nature. to nature, people. I'm gonna. Someone... I've not seen this yet, but I'm going to say already, viewer discretion is probably going to be advised here. It's nature. It's a beautiful thing. I just remember, this is in um, a payback from... There's a little chicken. Eating a fucking mouse. Two chickens trying to eat a mouse. Look at them fucking go. They're horrible little bastards, aren't they? Can you go back to the beginning, Mushi? Because we, we don't need to see him tear off a mouse. That's just, that's just nasty. But I'm pretty sure at the very start... Yeah, look, there's a fucking cat. Yeah. The cat was going for that mouse, and the chicken's like, fuck you, cat. This is mine. Okay. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> you are welcome. No, but in the, in last week's, everyone got a little bit upset that I chose a video of a horse eating a chicken. So I thought, you know, chickens aren't all innocent. Some of them are bloodthirsty little pterodactyls. Not pterodactyls. I mean, for me, it summons up three distinct words. What the fuck? <laughs> and then followed by possibly is wrong with you. Um, <laughs> but... No, I mean, it, it's fascinating, isn't it? It's another little fascinating glimpse into nature. Who would have thought that chickens fucking chase mice? I, I honestly, I didn't realise that they were such carnivorous little fuckers. Um, uh, I was looking I've, up cat videos at the time. Have I said about pandas yet? I keep meaning what? to say about pandas because it comes up quite a lot, this theme of animals eating other animals randomly. Um, no, elaborate. Well, Please. I didn't realise that pandas are omnivores. I always thought they lived solely on bamboo. Um, well, they do, don't they? Apparently, they will eat meat or whatever you give them. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Pandas are the shit, man. I watched a fucking panda video earlier of one not wanting to give up its owner. Not owner, yeah. its keeper. It was trying I mean, to get I, rid of it. It, it was, I was hugging on it. panda videos earlier as well. <laughs> and yet we have no panda videos to I, share. <laughs> because... Panda videos just upstage you, completely upstage you. If we played a panda video now, there'd be no point in playing anything else, doing anything else. Because no, we just put a link to a fucking panda video. I mean, they yeah. are—they're—they've got to be the coolest animals. Hmm. They're just I, so I often, funny. I often attribute my job to being a like a panda keeper. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. <laughs> it's, it's just like you're trying to sweep up one bit of mess, and then you turn around, and they're all fucking rolling down the hill out of control or something like that. It's, uh, it's a <laughs> constant nightmare. Uh, I think the, the the problem with the reason is is they're just so fucking cute, aren't they? When they're little, they're the cutest thing in the world, and when they're big, they're still really fucking cute. It's just <laughs> that they're just big, almost but, to the point where you wouldn't mind getting mauled to death by one. 
It's not going to maul you to death. It'll, like, no. it'll have a sniff and it'll be like, oh, bamboo. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, it depends. Yeah, you might smell like bamboo. I don't smell like bamboo. I don't think I smell like... I don't even know what bamboo smells like. Well, there you go. Let's hope it's... What does it smell like? It smells like you, Sam. <laughs> Fuck. Now I've got to worry about you eating me, Jeeves eating me, the fucking pandas are going to eat me. On the upside, I don't think I could fight a panda. So um, you probably wouldn't have to worry about me because they'd all just—they'd just frighten me off. <laughs> Why couldn't you fight a panda? They—they've got no nah, fight in them. They just want to cuddle I've, and roll down hills. I've got a list of animals that I think I could take on in a fight. Um, oh, let's hear um, it. Go on, top three. Well, I haven't. It's just like as I see an animal, I'd be like, I wonder if I could take, take that on in a fight. Like um, most fish, I'm fairly happy with up until sort of like cod size. Cod um, size, specifically yeah. cod size. Yeah, anything above that, I think I'd struggle with. Uh, rabbits, yeah. I'm fairly happy I could take on a rabbit. <clears throat> Bit iffy about foxes. Um, badgers, uh, no. Badgers aren't on no. the list. I would rather take on a fox over a badger because badgers are vicious little bastards. Mm. And they're surprisingly big. Yeah. Um, I haven't put any insects on the list yet because... Uh, uh, they they frighten me, and I'd, I'd just rather not think about it. And we all know um, you can't kill a wasp. And that, yeah. Birds. Now, birds are an interesting one. I'm fairly confident, like, sort of little ones, like maybe a yeah. robin. I could take on a robin. But once they start getting a bit bigger, I've been pecked by a blackbird, a pigeon, and a seagull, and all of them fucking really hurt. And I don't think I'd like that that much. Um, yeah, but... Uh, so I, I myself, to jump in or weigh in, if you will, on the bird front, I'm fairly confident that I could, if I knew I was going to have to have a confrontation with a bird, I'm very confident that I could take on pretty much any bird if I knew it was going to happen. And arrogance will be your downfall. Ah, however, <laughs> that's on a one-to-one basis. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm dubious about swans. One swan. Haven't got a problem with. I don't believe the myth that they can flap their wings and break their legs. They could probably break a child's legs or someone with brittle bone disease. But the fucking ham hocks that support me, I don't. I think it'll just give me a nasty bruise, and then I'd give it a backhander, and or I'd just grab it by the neck and swing it around um, mm. like a lasso. Um, yeah, so I'm fairly confident I could take on most birds one to one. Although I say that, not like a bald eagle or like a hunting no. bird. Like any kind of raptor would rip you to fucking shreds. Even a falcon over here, a buzzard, would tear you apart, mate. You wouldn't even get close to it. I just, I'd get my hoodie out, and just net the fucker, and then swing it around. Swinging around seems to be my theme for taking out birds. By the way, <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's, <laughs> just it's nice it a theme for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, um, I don't think I could take on an ostrich either. Actually, yeah, about, I'll take it back. Yeah, you see, yeah, you got owls, bats. I wouldn't want to take on either of them because it'd probably be in the dark and they'd win. A bat isn't a bird. Is it? Is it? No, no it's not got feathers. <laughs> no, it's got it's a fucking... Is it... No, is it a mammal? No, no bird's a mammal. No, it's not a lizard. It's not a lizard. I started talking and, it, and my mouth said lizard. Um, no, what is it? Well, birds are mammals. They just have eggs. No, birds mammals are... are... <laughs> no, 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 they're not because they have eggs. My bad. No, 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 Sorry. <laughs> What the, what the fuck? What the fuck are they called then? Because they're warm-blooded. They're mammals. They must be mammals. But they have eggs. Bats. No oh, birds, you dick. Oh, birds. They're birds, aren't they? 
fucking birds. It's just like no, no, that is not an arc. That is not an argument. Hey, they're not fucking mammals. The birds, isn't it? Yeah. No, but ma- mammals carry their lung. Lung? They carry their lungs as well. Um, they carry their young, don't they? They don't. I don't fucking know this again. Why I'm a postman? Because I just don't know shit all. I was going to say that was some swampy knowledge there, wasn't it? On both of our oh, parts, very dubious. No knowledge at all. This is one of those very few occasions where I miss having Jeebs to Google shit. <laughs> oh well, fuck me, donkey. Do you reckon you could take a donkey on? Uh, I'll give it a fucking go. Yeah. I mean, as long as it didn't have like a baby, because uh, funnily enough, one of the YouTubers I watch regularly has donkeys or yeah, has two donkeys and one of them was pregnant and it gave birth. And when it gave birth, motherfucker was a protector. It was bucking and kicking all over the show. But if it was just like walking towards me, I'd give it a go. No, you see... I haven't got the endurance for it. I reckon I could do some damage to it, but I reckon that that motherfucker could outlast me. He could just... I, I reckon I'd be whacking away at it for ages. They can take some punishment. I'll just get knackered and die in the end. I wouldn't be going for the whacking away. I'd be going for get around the neck and put it in a chokehold. You're going to choke out a donkey? <laughs> well, I mean, you've asked me the question and now I'm just trying to work out how I would do it. <laughs> and I'm not going to be like, come on then, you little fucker, you're this. <laughs> it would be a case of I'd just try and get round its neck and yeah, choke it. How well, would you? Well, well, how would you try and take on a donkey then? There's a donkey it's staring you in the eyes. You're not looking at its ass because face to ass, ass to face, I ain't winning. No chance. Face to face, uh, I would. Who, whose ass would be to whose face? Uh, your face, his ass. <laughs> I was going to say, why? Why would you attack a donkey <coughs> with ass on? Um, no. <laughs> no, I think I'd do it face to face, but good old fisticuffs, you know, keep it fair. Well, like the Australian guy who punches out a fucking kangaroo. Yeah, I mean, kangaroos straight off my list. Fuck that. They, they can proper fight back. No. Have you have you not seen that where yeah, a kangaroo's yeah. got his dog He's in a headlock? <laughs> Man, Australians, they are the best, aren't they? They're, they're just, oh, I'm gonna, my videos next week are all going to be Australian based. Just, to, yeah. just so you know. Probably include that one. Fair enough. I won't go. In, I won't go into what I was just going to say then, because I'll probably chuck that in as well. <laughs> oh no, no go on, go on, say it, because I can always pick different videos. What well, were you gonna say? No, I was going to talk about the most Australian paraglider ever. Have you seen him? No. Oh, he, he comes down on his parachute. Yeah. As, he, as he's coming down, he's got the GoPro. It's all GoPro footage, and it <laughs> comes down, and you see this kangaroo bouncing across this thing towards him. It's obviously seen. He's coming over for a look. And so as he's landing, he's like. Hi there, Skip. Like that. <laughs> and the kangaroo just gets up on its tail and starts attacking him. And he's like, oh, oh. And he kicks it away. He's like, fuck off, you cunt. <laughs> so Australian. It's so good. Love They're it. so funny. I mean, they live in probably one of the world's most hospitals inhospitable places ever think, but they're so brilliant with it i think i've mentioned my thoughts on australia before haven't i i just can't see the benefit of living there everything there is designed to kill you the weather the animals the people the food you name it everything there is designed to kill you it's just not somewhere we were supposed to live so no, that's, that's, that's why we sent our in australia there. i mean i've never been there but i would love to go it's just i mean i don't really like the heat but i'd still fucking love to go it looks like such an amazing place would you like a little snippet of knowledge yeah love a bit of snippet of knowledge do you know why they call us poms is it because of these things no it's actually spelled p-o-h-m 
and it stands for Prisoners of Her Majesty. Huh. Didn't know that. Well, you fucking do now. Oh, that's true, <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't fucking know that, mate. That's um, oh, yeah, another dude. another one of those little things that's just got stuck in my brain and won't fuck off. Oh, well, I'm, I'm lost for words now, Mushi. Unfortunately, you've uh, you've blown my brain. You've uh, oh, sorry, broken me. That. Was that all the videos? Uh, that was all the videos, mate. Yes, yes. Well, there you go. That's We're the done. that's the end of our stupid little YouTube clips. Yeah, and you even got a bonus section on uh, Mushu's <laughs> animals he could beat up list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what other animals would you take on then? I, I, mean, don't... I don't want to hear about more domesticated. But okay, on dogs. What size dog would you go up to? Would you take on an angry... No. Um... no an angry... I wouldn't take on an angry dog. Well, any. Like a, like a Cocker Spaniel. That's a fairly decent sized dog. It's not too big, not too small. Nothing. No, no, I don't like angry dogs. What about a rabid chihuahua? No, head the size of a. That's worse than an angry chihuahua. That's like on a scale of like shitness. You've got like a normal chihuahua, like just the the horrible little snarling quiver rats. Yeah, they are pretty awful. Then you go up to the next one, which is like angry chihuahua, which is just like constant like noise. (laughs) And then you've got rabbit, which is where they like the angry one, but they give you a disease at the same time. But all you have to do is spit at them and they get real like pissy with you, don't they? Like, oh, he's wet. Don't want that. They don't yeah. like water, do they? Do they not? No, nah, rabid, do- rabid dogs hate it. They've got like a fear of water. It's part of... Do you never read Cujo? Uh, no, I think I watched the film when I was younger. The same difference. It's one of those TV ones, isn't it? Where they... um oh, Stephen King books seems that all of them in the 90s just got turned into pretty shit TV movies. Mm. You've got It, Tommyknockers, uh, Thinner, which was, uh, I think, one of his... Uh, what's it called? Uh, but the, the Shining, they made the Kubrick version and then they made a TV shit version of that. I think yeah. we've mentioned that one before. Um, uh, the Stand, obviously the most current one because they've remade that. That's coming out at the moment. I don't know if you've been watching it. No, no, I haven't. I was going to, but I wanted to wait till I got all of them because I'm a binge watcher. Yeah, I I would love to, but I've been waiting for it for fucking ages. It's different. They, they've they taken a totally different uh, approach than the last movie, um, but I really quite like it. I think the casting is absolutely amazing. Mm. Obviously, the effects are second to none after... Well, the previous one, they didn't have any apart from the Hand of God, which was garbage. <laughs> I think we've uh, we've previously shown the Hand of God, haven't we? In like yeah, was that like one of our first episodes? Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So I've been getting huge fl- flashbacks to. I think our first episode was zombies, wasn't it? We talked about zombies, apocalypse. I think apocalypse. Yeah, yeah and then so zombies obviously just, came up. Yeah, went off like a tangent <laughs> for an entire uh, sub subsection for like an hour and a half or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, I'm currently listening, reading, whatever, uh, to a series of books um, uh, called The Undead. Yeah. Um, I've meant, I did send you a message about this. They yeah. are fucking brilliant. It's a nightmare because it's like 20 of the fucking things. I'm on like book, I've nearly finished number seven. I'll be like starting number eight tomorrow. It's going to cost me a freaking fortune to get through all of these. <laughs> um, but it's set in England, which... I love automatically. But yeah. not only is it set in England, it's set in fucking Hampshire. In the first book, these guys, the, the main main protagonist is a 28-year-old called Howie, who's a manager at a Tesco. Um, 
but I worked out based on when it was written in the references, he's my age exactly. So like, when it was happening, I was just like, motherfucker, it's literally my age, give or take like a year. Um, so he's like fairly relatable. Um, uh, and they go down Portsmouth. <laughs> They get to Portsmouth, he's like, I fucking hate this city. It's a proper shithole. And I was like, it is a shithole. Yeah, everyone <laughs> thinks like... that when they get to Portsmouth. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a total shithole. But they go to the Isle of Wight. Um, I used to be in a choir as a youth. And there was a big zombie battle in the church. At, you know, All Saints Ride, the big one at the top of the hill. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit where they end up running from Puckpool Park to that church with zombies chasing them to try and get... I know, that's really fucking far. That. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're basically <laughs> army men, aren't they? Um, but there's this local girl and she's, like, guiding them around. And obviously, Union Street and all of that is it's all, like, a really <laughs> steep hill. And they're running up and they're like, no more fucking hills! <laughs> like, they're just, like, dying from running up these hills. And then they have this massive battle in my old church which is just and I'm not a religious person just to clarify this was when I was like a proper young child um yeah it's it's just been absolutely brilliant they they talk about the um sort of the spit forts um yeah it's all yeah. dicking about the Solent and over in Portsmouth <laughs> it's, it's just been absolutely brilliant I thoroughly recommend it if you're into the zom- zombie genre and you want just a throw away entity like a holiday read you know the sort of thing you're probably not going to read more than once yeah. i recommend the undead series because I, it's i have brilliant. to say it has been recommended to me already in the books section of the forum uh on our website www.pacifistpodcast.com oh um, i didn't realize there's a book section yeah i can't remember who it was that mentioned it um so apologies but thank you very much i am going to check it out yeah, it's it's so good. It's proper fun. Um, oh, do you know what? I So I've been putting stupid little what would you pick posts up on the Facebook page because that, it yeah. seems people love that shit. Yeah. Um, and I put one up the other day. Um, I'll put it on the screen now so everybody can see which one it is. It was if you could only choose one chocolate bar. Did, did you ever look at that post? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't uh, see if I've got it on my phone. If I have, then I can... Um, uh, I can give you the options. Uh, and if I haven't, I have. No, that's crisps. Did I do a crisp one as well? <laughs> yeah, you did a crisp one as well. I did a crisp one as well. Yeah. It's like you've been stopping yourself this week. Can you? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly that. Uh, okay, no, I don't have it to hand. Well, either way, there was a lot of chocolate bars on there. Um, but what the one thing I noticed, going through the comments, and there was a lot of comments, double-deckers seemed to be the most popular chocolate bar out there. Runaway winner, that was. Everyone loves a double-decker. I mean, I love a double-decker, but if it was the last chocolate bar that you could... I mean, from that list, because it didn't have all of them on there, mm. um, it was... It, I not, wouldn't pick I'm a double-decker. No, I'm with you, I'm afraid. It's, it's a bit too busy. You know, it I, almost doesn't qualify as a chocolate bar, because all it is is a chocolate-covered load biscuit of something and, else yeah well, it's nougat biscuit and a little bit of chocolate isn't it but for me I, i'm an aero man or, or oh, a whisper whisper is what whisper. i chose there um, yeah whisper lovely yeah it is lovely because the, what i was thinking was if i wanted a fucking chocolate there are other chocolate bars that i i prefer like a caramel you know the one with the sexy rabbit from back in the um 90s I think we all know the one with the sexy rabbit. Yeah, we all rabbit, know the sexy we? rabbit. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, oh, she wasn't a fox. She was no. a rabbit. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I love those. I think they're absolutely delicious. But if I couldn't just have like a normal bit of fucking chocolate, I I would rather just have a normal bit of chocolate than one yeah. with caramel in it if that was my only choice. And there wasn't a dairy milk on there, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was so surprised that given those options, almost half the people picked double deckers. Mm. I mean, um, yeah, I do like a double decker though. Yeah, they they're in the tub of heroes. Fair. Me and what? you are not the benchmark for an archetypical sort of human man. Well, I don't think it was most. It was mostly women commenting on that post. It was a chocolate one, mate. I, I, in fact, apart from me, <laughs> that, that uh, probably and, supports that theory even more. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I'll just have a, I'll just have a whisper, folks. It's like <laughs> the most boring option, but it is the one that I would be most disappointed. Right, we need to I find was... we need to find a bloke's version where there's just like all different types of spirits. <laughs> yeah, but then the girls would just be, be like, oh, gin, vodka. Oh yeah, yeah. I forget, I forget women enjoy drinking too. Um. <laughs> and I, I think they're way better at it than blokes are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> yeah, hugely so. We've been chatting away for actually, I have no idea how long we've been chatting away. Um, and I've still not finished my one bottle of Corona that I started at the fucking beginning of it. But such is like, life. Like getting you know money's worth from the pub. <laughs> no, if I was in a pub, oh my god, I'd be on it so hard. Um, I had some friends, you know, when you were allowed to go to a pub and you could have like two pints as long as you ate a meal. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of my work friends met up on a Sunday. They broke the law. They broke the law. Um, and they went to four pubs. <laughs> they had four meals <laughs> just so they can have a couple of pints at each. I I really respect that. Like to me, that sounds like the best day ever. But they were like, oh, I just have like a I had a garlic bread and some chips in one, and a, like cheesy chips in another. I had a burger in a different one. I was like, you must have been so sober at the end of it with all that food. And like it, <laughs> it it was a stretch to get drunk. Yes, but yeah, yeah. I've done that. I've been I've been on the wrong end of having to eat a second dinner one after the other, and it's it's not a fun experience. It's not. Depends what the dinner is. I mean, if it's a shit dinner, the first one, and the second one's a good one, you'll always find room, won't you? No, uh, two roast dinners in a row. Ooh, that's tricksy. One of them was like a challenge in a pub. The first one I had was like a roast dinner challenge. They bring out this massive platter, sort of give it to you, and they're like, oh, if you can finish it. So I fucking polished it off. I'm like, yeah. Is this why you don't like roast dinners? I'm not a big fan of roast dinners. I never have been, to be fair. No, um, nah, just too much faff, aren't they? It's, it's always no. so much preparation, and then like yes. it takes a lot of time to cook, and then like, ten minutes of mediocre meal, and then it's fucking washing up, and loads of it's just. I I understand faff. everything that you've just said there, and I agree with most of what you've said there, except for the mediocre dinner bit, because a decent roast dinner is the shit, man. If you're having a mediocre, it's like. If you were to get a roast dinner from Weatherspoons, you've got a real... And actually, pretty much every single pub roast dinner, it's almost always shit. There's never enough potatoes. They're never crispy. The gravy's usually fairly good. That's literally all mm. my comments on it. I've been to really nice pubs, and I've had their roast dinners, and I'm just like, it's all right. Burger probably would have been better. It might it might stem from my childhood. Um, I feel comfortable saying this because I know my mum can't work Facebook <laughs> or uh, or any other social media, so I feel comfortable. But she wasn't great. She wasn't great with roasts. Um, 
you know, it had to be beef because my dad was, he only ever liked beef. Occasionally we'd have lamb or something like that and that was all right. But most of the time it was beef um, and my dad liked it well done. Oh, what? And it was just literally, you could have made shoes out of this stuff. It's like just slabs of just like raw leather. It like take a thousand chews to try and chew it down. The oh, other thing my dad liked is. to go with a roast, broad beans. I hate broad beans. What kind of absolute fucking serial killer likes broad beans in a roast dinner? They're, I'm even thinking about them. The text, everything about them is fucking vile. They're hideous. Uh, I, they're, I, I, I don't like broad beans unless they are in... Do you know the, the Grey's Company? They do these little like snack packs of semi-healthy snacks. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. Well, you can get these packets of this like the sweet chili, and it's like hard popcorn kernels that you can, but you can bite through them. They're not like raw ones, and they've got like broad beans in them that have sort of been dried and then coated in spicy shit. That's the only way mm. I'll enjoy broad beans. No, They're fucking these, gross. These things. God bless her. She managed to do them somehow. So they were like really sort of hot and sweaty on the outside and wrinkly. Like, yeah. And and then you bite into them. It was, oh, it was weird. It was like eating some sort of organic ravioli filled with crematorium ash. It was, it, it just sort of like dust. That's a really accurate description of them. And the outside's <laughs> always a bit leathery. It's how yeah. I imagine a ball bag would be. Yeah, and you always end up swallowing most of it, but end up with the skin in your mouth still. Yeah, all shuck. Yeah. Shuck and dust. Ugh. Yeah, so that's probably why I've I've never been that into roasts. That's the shittest roast ever. Yeah. Crap overcooked beef and broad beans. It's always disappointing when there's broad beans on the table. And I one think thing, in America they call them limers. Do, oh, okay. He, he came up with curried roast potatoes, right? And and they were fucking incredible because they were they were like he was determined to do it. He tried so many times. Bless he put our family through so many cases of the shits. It was <laughs> that fucking <laughs> toilet door was going like a saloon. No, but he finally perfected it with just like a hint of curry flavour to these to these roast potatoes. They were so crispy that that was the only reason. In the end, I was sort of had to ask mum to fuck off the rest of the roast because. <laughs> Give me a plate of potatoes, you know. I presume that he was putting a sprinkle of curry powder into his oil when he put it into the oven to preheat and then putting his potatoes into said bubbling oil and coating them that way. Is that how he would... Oh, well, that's what I would do if I was going to try it. He was insanely proud of the fact that he'd he'd finally cracked it. It literally took him months. And he was like a he was like a literal mad person. He was he was sitting there cackling at the dinner table. I've done it, <laughs> and I'm, I'm fully expecting him to take that recipe to the grave with him, just so he's got something to take with him to the grave. A crack of lightning in the background while he laughs like a maniac. I've got it, Igor. Fetch children. <laughs> Amazing. As nice as they sound, I still don't want them on a fucking roast. <clears throat> because it's yeah. a roast. I don't want curry and gravy. Kind mm. of maniac eats that. Yeah, see, there's a lot of there's a lot of emphasis at the minute of trying to make the roast trendy again, isn't it? Like people that do these Yorkshire pudding wraps and stuff like that. Oh um, yeah, they look all right, but yeah, it's not a roast though, is it? It's just a wrap with a roast dinner in it. 
Yeah, it's not really, it's not really my cup of tea. I don't, I, I just don't like roast. Give me a Mexican or something like that any day, like Mexican food, like not a Mexican. Oh shit! Sorry, you've just, I don't, I literally, I have no idea how my brain has just gone to this, but you know when, you know, both of us have a bit of a habit of being sarky fuckers on Facebook posts as a, <laughs> yeah, as a yeah. bit of a rule. Okay, yeah. I got one earlier. <laughs> On this fucking free shit page, your people just like, oh, has anybody got this? Has anybody got that? And some woman put a post up saying, "Has anybody got an oven for a pregnant woman?" <laughs> I think you can see where I'm going to go with this comment. <laughs> I just wrote, "You need a fucking massive oven for a whole pregnant woman." <laughs> No, no one had anything to say. Nobody had a fucking oven. The post got no likes or interactions. It's just dozens of likes on this fucking stupid, sarcastic comment. You killed yeah. the whole post. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sort of love it when I do. I do, and I do it all the time. I'm just awful. Oh god, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm having so much fun on Facebook at the moment with, um, like, oh, there's so many people to choose from, isn't there, to have fun with? Uh, Trump supporters are great. Um, yeah. The coronavirus has given me loads and loads of meat out there, people to pick on. You it's know, endless. And- do you do you find that sometimes you just bullshit? So sometimes you'll be like a full believer in coronavirus, and other times you're just like, oh no, I don't believe in anything, just to wind people up. Um, no, I'm more of a sort of SJW sort of type. If I've got to be, oh really? Honest, oh, you're know always justice warrior, oh, loser. <laughs> I like call, I like calling out the dickheads, the people that are spreading fear and misinformation and shit like that, um, because it's it's just easy when when you actually bother to research facts and shit like that. It's uh, research. <clears throat> I've researched it on YouTube. <laughs> I'll have you know, I was actually thumbing through the pages of the Lycett Medical Journal the other day. Uh, oh my god interactively of course online but um i was that determined to prove this fucking idiot wrong um i i had to sort of do some research into how these um protein-based vaccines work <laughs> and i wanted to get it from a, a decent source so but wow that is he didn't reply to my comment that's the gayest out ever sorry no offense to gay people but that that's such a lame get out just like oh i'm just not going to reply then at least go on there and be like touche you know (laughs) touche oh fucking hell i am oh i've lost my train of thought because i was thinking about fucking uh corona deniers or holocaust deniers or whatever holocaust deniers (laughs) ah you lump them all in together don't you they're all one in the fucking same yeah why not i mean there is a there if if ever there was a time to open a tinfoil hat business now is it? Um, honestly, locked constant lockdowns for the state of a year has just broken people. Hey, do you know what? We should start. We should add that to the um, merch line on the uh, website and add, add the pacifist what, podcast hats. tin foil hat. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one for a fucking moron near you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the satisfaction of just walking into work and just popping a tin foil hat on Dave, the fucking div from down at the council or something? You know, oh, you you have that lovely oh it is ridiculous um but i am i'm fully fucking sick and tired of it now i'm still following all the fucking rules i'm still wearing all my masks and sanitizing and doing all of that but <sighs> i'm done with it <laughs> i'm so done with it i just yeah, but yeah uh, <sighs> I, I think um I've, I've been dishing out a bit of encouragement as well 
to be honest on on facebook because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of old people that are quite quite frightened at the moment of what's going on like especially as the they vaccines. should be like a lot of, there's a lot of fear and misinformation around the vaccines and stuff like that and it's getting to mm. people and there's a lot of people sort of posting up on facebook saying oh i've been for my vaccine today you know i was really scared and all that but i've gone and got it done and mm. the amount of shit they get it's like and, and you, the way I see it, they wouldn't post it on Facebook if they weren't proud of themselves for doing it. And that's someone that's just overcome something that they're genuinely quite terrified of. And that deserves a bit of praise in my book. So, Well, fuck you, because I don't think it does at all. And then on the flip, <laughs> on the flip side of that, I'll go and make someone else look like a right cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just after fun, isn't it? I've got into Such a Such is the joy of the internet. <laughs> I, was, I was abusing someone the other day because of um oh yeah we had some snow so like, i was i was meant to be working um on sunday and i told my managers i was like yeah i'll work on sunday unless it's snowing if it's snowing i ain't fucking working um uh, not because i have a problem working in the snow but because i wanted to go play in the snow with my boy um uh, and yeah all of the local pages were just like just because it's snowing you're not meant to be outside rah, 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 rah. and yeah i i got into a bit of an argument with a couple of local morons on that as well <laughs> they're like you're meant to be staying inside and it's like i'm not having a fucking orgy in the snowman I'm literally <laughs> just building a fucking snow and throwing some snowballs at my boy it doesn't <laughs> fucking make any difference it's like we've been inside for a fucking year. Get over it. Enjoy the little things. You know, that's, that's it, my yeah. time. At least I've got some nice memories behind it. The problem is the rules are all there and they're all so strict because people are fucking idiots and can't follow them. Yeah. Um, if all they need, all that's required from people in a perfect world is employ your common sense. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the average person, and I'll probably include myself in this quite happily, has the common sense of a fucking sponge. Um, and that's why they need to be told over and over again with increasing force. This is what this is what you need to do. <laughs> if yeah. if everyone just employed common sense, <clears throat> we'd be fine. We'd probably be out of this fucking lockdown already. Yeah, well, I mean, they they've had it scheduled for another few more weeks anyway, didn't they? But, but but I remember the first lockdown and the roads were fucking empty. There was never anybody around, and this mm. time that is not the fucking <clears throat> case. Yeah, I don't know whether or not well. that's. I don't know if that's because all the businesses are open more or what, but like I moved into this place during the first lockdown and it's, it's 20 miles from where I work. Is it 20 miles? It doesn't fucking matter. Um, <laughs> and dr- driving here was a fucking joy. There was never anybody on the roads and every single day, even at <clears throat> half four in the morning when I leave, there's still just people about all the fucking time. So I just presume that all the businesses are just open. Mm. <clears throat> except the ones I want to go to, like game shops. Yeah. Or a hairdresser. A fucking hairdresser. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I hate getting my hair cut as it is. I really hate having to have it washed by other people. It's ge- like genuinely one of the few things I despise. And then having to have it done whilst wearing a fucking mask, it's tantamount to fucking waterboarding, that is. Cover your fucking mouth and then have people splashing around. It's... And then pay for it. It's been a long yeah. time since I've had a haircut, mate. Yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely ridiculous. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. We were talking about chocolate earlier, but I, I got distracted. Are there any chocolate bars out there that have been discontinued that you really, really miss? Can you think of any? That have been discontinued that I really miss? 
Yeah, because like um, it always used to be, you'd have the whisper, and then they'd bring out the whisper gold for a sh- and you'd it'd be like, oh yeah, it's a whisper, but it's got caramel down the middle. And now it's like a permanent thing, and it turns out it's like, you know it's all right, but it's not the best thing in the world. Not, not that I can think of. I'm not a big chocolate fan. Like, no. Do you, do, you, do you remember Fuse Bars? I remember them. I don't think I've ever had one. Oh, I used to love those. They'd like everything in them. A biscuit, a bit of nut, a bit of fruit, some obviously some chocolate. They were amazing. It was like during my GCSE times, so yeah. a long time ago. If you ever give me chocolate and you've got the nerve to fucking slip a raisin in there or anything like that, me and you are having words. Ha! I'm not giving you chocolate. I'm not giving you anything. It's going to be spicy pickles. Oh, oh I didn't yeah. Do it. I, no. I didn't, I didn't, didn't bother doing it. Well, we weren't allowed to go out. I was like, I'm not making fucking 30 jars of fucking pickles if I haven't got people to pass them off to. Just for reference to pe- for people who, are, who might not know, Sam makes the most incredible spicy pickles. Um, and they Thanks. literally drop through you like a warm cannonball. <laughs> they're, <It's> they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they're quite something <laughs> i've never had indigestion just from waving one under my nose <laughs> I, I had indigestion before i put it in my mouth it was incredible um yeah, yeah one of them with a fucking four rennie chaser <laughs> four rennie oh, chaser yeah you, you definitely need a shot of fucking uh, milk <laughs> milk of magnesia <laughs> like thick pulpy that. milk like goat's milk or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah just eat a bit of magnesium rhythm that'll sort you out yeah um, incredible <laughs> and lockdown was a perfect opportunity to get them all done um i'm ashamed of you no it's not because the shops are all <laughs> fucking shut you gotta right. go buy things like jars and onions also have you ever pe- have you ever peeled like 200 small onions no because i'm not a russian prisoner well I have, and my fingers <laughs> went a funny colour, and they smelt like a fucking French person for about six days after. It was oh, genuinely an unpleasant experience. Do Although you know, the, the, pi- the pickles were pretty good. <laughs> talk, talking about smelly fingers, I don't know if I've mentioned, but I used to be uh, a fishmonger. I used to no, work... you definitely you haven't <laughs> mentioned the fishmonger. You mentioned the butcher, the police. You went the... to a country called Iceland or Tesco. I worked work behind. Like I worked behind the fish counter in a um, supermarket. For That's a while. definitely Morrison's. Uh, no, it's not. But ah, oh, wasn't it? No, no, no. Much other supermarkets are available. Yeah, um... I won't name which one, but I was a partner. Put it that way. Oh, uh... waitress. <laughs> and. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and it was like that. You could scrub your hands after every time you touch fish, but you'd always slightly smell a fish. And yeah. it was the worst. And you'd find little fish scales underneath your nail cuticles and stuff like that. Oh, but yeah, they would, that's uh, revolting. I know, I know, it's horrible. But I could, yeah, and I could never shake that smell of fish from my fingers. Awful. Oh, God. That's horrific, Mushu. Um, I mean, I like the smell of fresh I mean, fish. You know, when you walk past I, the fresh I, fish. I'm sorry, I. I say I could never. I how I did. <laughs> oh, <you laughs> they, don't, oh, they don't still smell like that. <laughs> I was going to say twenty years later, you still smell like tuna. <laughs> Why do I smell like a fucking prawn? Yeah, sorry, mate. Like you were a saying... prawn, like a prawn, like the one fish that doesn't smell. It's got no scent to it at all. It's just a a woodlouse of the sea that just absorbs garlic really nicely, and that's the one you chose. <laughs> It's just not, a, not, a not like a little sturgis or a, a place, a cod, I, salmon. I think we've already established <laughs> that when my brain starts panicking, words just fall out of my mouth. 
that's what happened. And that's what happened. I got you know, uh, an excuse for it. Oh, apparently so. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I've never worked in a butcher's or a cheese counter, or I've worked at the supermarket, but I was, I want to say a shelf stacker, but it, it, the exact opposite of that. I used to destroy shelves. I used to oh, pick stuff picker. off the shelf. Yeah, yeah. I was a picker. Um, but yeah, for the home shopping department when that first happened, uh, as the was bleak work. I didn't particularly enjoy it. Although it was um, the first time I ever listened to oh, the Ricky Gervais podcast. Did you ever listen to that? They made yeah, it into yeah, a cartoon. Yeah. Oh my God, Very I nearly good. died with laughter. That was so funny. Carl Pilkington, man, that shot him to, uh, into fame, didn't he? On the subject of supermarkets, I like we both worked for supermarkets, yeah. Yeah. Um I I'm gonna name and shame here. Sainsbury's, you can fuck off. Cause when I was looking for a job, um when I f- first moved back over to the island, um mm. I was after anything just to get a bit of money in. And I went to Sainsbury's, I went I applied for Sainsbury's for any job, literally anything. That is quite a broad spectrum that goes from general manager to the trolley guy. Um, and I got called in for an interview and I failed the online assessment thing. How do you fail an online assessment for a supermarket? My question exactly. And bearing in mind the job I'd come from, you know, I was a fully trained police officer. I'd done counterterrorism search training. I was a tutor constable. I used to train other officers and stuff like that. Come out of that job, fail the online assessment for Sainsbury's, right? And and I was so outraged by it. I argued the point. She's like, "I'm sorry, we can't take your application any further because you failed the online application, the online test." And I'm like, "Well, that's obviously nonsense, isn't it? I mean, you've met me. I'm not a complete fucking moron. Who can I talk to <laughs> about this?" And she's like, "Well, no, we can't interview you at all." And that's how I got blown out from Sainsbury's. And the job I went on to was for the Ministry of Justice as a county court bailiff. So fuck you, Sainsbury's. You missed out. Um, you realised the manager was just definitely a pothead. I'm like, we can't have a fucking Rosa. <laughs> whoop, whoop, oh it's God. the sound of the police. <laughs> Never occurred to me. <laughs> we can't employ him. He's the feds man, isn't he? <laughs> go back in there, tear this up and honk at him, yeah? Honk, oink, oink. So, honk at him. <laughs> yeah, mate. So the, the, um, the slang used for police is uh, quite often honking. Um, <laughs> fuck's sake man <laughs> oh god I think it's getting too late in the day mate I th- I yeah think I think it is as well is it wrap up time I mean how long, I, I don't know I've lost track should, of how long we'll be going we should probably let those uh, those few persistent souls get the fuck on out of here now <laughs> we've talked to them enough now with our endless bollocks yeah I mean it's it's just here we get a lot of fucking nonsense conversation isn't it that's how it's all started by the way people is Rambo um, when we used to play computer games together, um, it was just like, oh, we should definitely record our voice chats and put them out on here. Um, and yeah, and now yeah, we and do this every week. We did it, and now there's, <laughs> there's four of you that get to listen every week. <laughs> yeah, and we thank you very much for it. <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> well, all right. Thank you very much for coming along. Like Sam says, like and subscribe if you can. It really does help. Uh, if you can share anything, if you see anything you like, please share it as well. Um, we're not possessive yeah. or jealous. Um, check out www.pacifistpodcast.com for any merch and stuff like that. Um, and uh, comment down below chocolate bars that have been discontinued that you want back. 
Yeah. Animals, you don't think you could fight. <laughs> Anything else and you want to comment for? Yeah, how would you take on a donkey from the face or from the ass? Oh, yeah. And would you be willing <laughs> to get your kit off on Naked Attraction? There we go. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You see, if we'd done a this or a this, it definitely would have been fucking a box or Naked Attraction. Um, but we're not doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do either of them. <laughs> oh, God, anyway, yeah. farewell. Until next time. <laughs> it's been emotional. <laughs> Thank you